Welcome to our podcast of the Great Vigil of Easter. I'm Maria Hecker, Rector of St. Columba's Episcopal Church in Booth Bay Harbor. We're pleased to bring you um, this podcast along with Guy Scott, who is our pianist, but also our webmaster and podcast um, sound editor and inspiration for this ministry. The Great Vigil is a a very ancient and beautiful tradition on the eve of Easter. People gather in darkness, and um, they kindle the fire for the Paschal Flame. The Paschal Flame is then used to light a Paschal candle, which we process into a darkened church, just the flame of the candle. We carry it forward proclaiming the light of Christ, as is done around the world on the eve of Easter. And uh, that Paschal flame burns throughout the year. We have the Paschal candle out all during Easter tide, the season of Easter. It's not just one day. And then we also bring out the Paschal candle and flame for any burial that we do. Uh, We proclaim the resurrection of Christ and uh, our eternal life in Christ. So this podcast uh, will be sort of a compilation of the vigil. Uh, We're going to do the uh, lighting of the Paschal candle. I'm going to chant the exultant as I do, exalt it as I do every year. um, but the Liturgy of the Word uh, is in the bulletin. It's in the PDF that's attached to our web page. Lovely readings. And there, too, is the renewal of the baptismal vows. And then we'll move into the, the epistle and gospel reading for the vigil, along with the collect. And then I'll conclude with the homily of St. John Christosom. This dates back to the 2nd century and is traditionally read at the vigil, especially by our brothers and sisters in the Orthodox tradition. We'll then end with our prayers of, of the people. I'm glad we can be together on this marvelous and holy night. We'll begin with the lighting of the Paschal candle. I invite you to get a candle and some matches, and you too can ignite and kindle a fire and light your candle and and have it be our Paschal flame that is spreading around the world in creative ways during this time of the pandemic. So we're standing together around... uh, fire that's been kindled. We're standing in the darkness. So turn out the lights if you can, so that you can focus just on the light of your candle that will become the Paschal flame in your home. Let us pray. Dear friends in Christ, on this most holy night, in which our Lord Jesus passed over from death to life, the Church invites her members dispersed throughout the world to gather in vigil and prayer. For this is the Passover of the Lord, 
in which by hearing his word and celebrating his sacraments, we share in his victory over death. Let us pray. O God, through your Son, you have bestowed upon your people the brightness of your light. Sanctify this new fire and grant that in this Paschal feast we may so burn with heavenly desires that with pure minds we may attain to the festival of everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The light of Christ, thanks be to God. The light of Christ, thanks be to God. The light of Christ, thanks be to God. Rejoice now. Heavenly hosts and choirs of angels, and let your trumpet shout salvation. For the victory of our mighty King, rejoice and sing now all the round earth, bright with a glorious splendor. For darkness has been vanquished by our eternal King. Rejoice and be glad now, Mother Church, and let your holy courts in radiant light resound with the praises of your people. All you who stand near this marvelous and holy flame, Pray with me to God the Almighty for the grace to sing the worthy praise of this great light. Through Jesus Christ, his Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with God, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. It is truly right and good always and everywhere. With our whole heart and mind and voice to praise you. The invisible, almighty, and eternal God, and your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. For he is the true Paschal Lamb, who at the feast of the Passover 
paid for us the debt of Adam's sin, and by his blood delivered your faithful people. This is the night when you brought our parents, the children of Israel, out of bondage in Egypt, and led them through the Red Sea on dry land. This is the night when all who believe in Christ are delivered from the gloom of sin and are restored to grace and holiness of life. This is the night when Christ broke the bonds of death and hell and rose victorious from the grave. How wonderful and beyond our knowing God is your mercy and loving kindness to us that to redeem us late you gave us son. How holy is this night when wickedness is put to flight and sin is washed away. It restores innocence to the fallen and joy to those who mourn. It casts out pride and hatred and brings peace and concord. How blessed is this night when earth and heaven are joined and we are reconciled to God. Holy God, Accept our evening sacrifice and offering of this candle in your honor. May, may it shine continually to drive away all darkness. May Christ, the morning star who knows no setting, Find it ever burning. He who gives his light to all creation and who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you and also with you. Let us pray. O God, who made this most holy night to shine with the glory of Jesus' resurrection, stir up your church, that spirit of adoption which is given to us in baptism, that we, being renewed both in body 
and mind may worship you in sincerity and truth. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. This is our epistle reading from Romans, chapter 6, 3 through 11. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's churches. Do you not know that all of us who've been baptized in Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we've been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Jesus was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be destroyed and we might no longer be enslaved to sin. For whoever has died is freed from sin. But if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death has no, lo- no longer has dominion over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. This is the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to the tomb, and suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he's been raised. As he said, Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. He's been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Traditionally for the great vigil, uh, often the sermon of St. John Christosom is read. He was born in the year 347 and died in the year 407. He was Archbishop of Constantinople, and he was a a very important early church father. He was known for his eloquence in preaching and public speaking, his denunciation of abuse of authority by both ecclesiastical and political leaders. 
This reading tonight is a remix. It's an updated translation of the Easter Sermon of St. John Chrysostom by Hugo Olaes and Charles, John Charles Duffy of the Episcopal Church of the Advocate. That's a 21st century mission in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. This is the Easter Sermon. Are you a fan of God? Go on in to the backstage party, no pass required. Have you been working for the Lord? Call it a day, time for a well-deserved celebration. A hard day's work on an empty stomach? Punch out, the boss is taking us out to dinner. If you've been clocked in since eight this morning, by all means, come and eat. If you didn't arrive at work until 10, that's fine. Meet us at the restaurant, if only they were open. You only worked a half a day after lunch? No problem, you're still invited. You've only been at work since three? Don't worry about it, you come too. You showed up half an hour before closing? Believe me, really, there's no reason you shouldn't join us. That's how the Lord works. There's no privileges for seniority. New hires get the same retirement package as those who've been with the firm for years. The perks flow freely to everyone, and the Lord is thrilled just to have you working for Him. And He rewards your intentions, not just your accomplishments. So join that party back when we could get together face-to-face, everyone. The Lord's joy is contagious, not the virus. First or last, the same bonus waits for all. White collar or blue collar, mingle, rub elbows, dance together. Whether you've been hard at work or you've been procrastinating, you're welcome to this spiritual party either way. Whether you fasted or forgot, it doesn't matter now. The buffet is spread. Dig in. No one is allowed to leave hungry. Eat your fill. Everyone at the banquet of faith. Charge whatever you need to God's corporate account. Don't worry about what you lack. The fullness of the kingdom has come among us. Don't beat yourself up over your failings either. Forgiveness has leapt out of the tomb. Do not be afraid of death. The death of our Savior has set us free. He let the grim reaper take him, then splintered his scythe into pieces. He plunged into the underworld and wreaked havoc. Hell swallowed him whole and discovered it had eaten poison. Isaiah put it nicely. Poor Hell, what an unpleasant surprise when he popped down to say hello. Hell is throwing a fit because it has received notice that it's being shut down. Hell is blowing its top because it's become a laughingstock. Hell is freaking out because its mortgage has been foreclosed. Hell is going ballistic because it's been marked for demolition. Hell is screaming mad because it's being hauled out of the building in handcuffs. Hell grabbed what is thought what it thought was one more corpse, and found itself in hand-to-hand combat with God. Hell seized possession of earth and found itself face-to-face with an insurgency from heaven. 
It took the bait and failed to see the fishing line. Where's that creepy knife of yours now, Grim Reaper? And you, hell, you called the race too soon. Christ is risen and you, death, are entombed. Christ is risen and hell's goons are knocked flat on their backs. Christ is risen and the angels are dancing in the streets. Christ is risen and life is walking out of prison. Christ is risen and all the graves are empty. For Christ is only the first to rise. His empty tomb is just the beginning of an abundant harvest. Glory and power are his forever. Amen. This is the prayers of the people. O God, we pray for your holy Catholic Church, that we all may be one. Grant that every member of the Church may truly and humbly serve you, that your name may be glorified by all people. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons, for Michael, our presiding bishop, for Thomas, our bishop, and for Maria, our rector that we may be faithful ministers of your word and sacraments. We pray for Donald, our president, and Janet, our governor, for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world, that there may be justice and peace on the earth. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake, that our works may find favor in your sight. Have compassion on those who suffer from grief or trouble, that they may be delivered from their distress. Give to the departed eternal rest. Let light perpetual shine upon them. We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. May we also come to share in your heavenly kingdom. Let us pray for our own needs and for those of others, praying especially for those who are frightened, who are uh, separated from their loved ones, who are unsure of how they're going to keep going in these economic times and these time of illness. We pray for those who are far away from home, trying to get back. Hasten, O God, the coming of your kingdom and grant that we, your servants, who now live by faith, may with joy behold your Son at his coming in glorious majesty, even Jesus Christ our Lord, our only mediator and advocate. Amen. Together, let us pray our Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. May you find in Christ Jesus, our risen Lord, a companion for your journey, a sure ground for your hopes, the peace that passes understanding and the joy that life is eternal, and the blessing of God Almighty, the one holy and undivided Trinity, be upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Let us go forth into this world rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. <laughs>